Mark Wright. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda 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 Agenda. This is Gary Gritness, and you're listening to Basic Agenda. 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 Hi everybody, how you doing? Andy with you for a couple of hours. This show is so packed, it's unbelievable. So I'm going to keep uh, nice and short with this, just to let you know the show is dominated by the excellent Gary Gritness from France, incredible producer. Been putting out records on Clone Crown lately going to be hearing from him throughout the show and the only other thing you need to know right now is that the whole thing with tracklist will be up on soundcloud.com slash agenda over the weekend are you down with the underground I got really lucky because everybody in the family, uh, like not really, not really everybody, but my father and my sister were already making music. You know, uh, my, my father was a professional at it and my, my, my sister was playing uh, classical piano. So by the time I was like seven or eight, like the natural uh, thing for my, my parents was to, to put me on piano classes. You know, I was like, yeah, cool. You know, it, 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 as I said, I was so born into that shit, it, it wasn't even a choice, like, not, not that I was forced, but it was like, yeah, that's what I do. It was really after, like, when I was 13 or 14, that I was like, yeah, this, this classical shit is cool, but, you know, it's not what I really want to want to do. I still love it, though, but, uh, it's, yeah, it's basically my first souvenir of, of me expressing myself with music was uh, on, on uh, discovering Cubase like in 98 or something like that and my favorite shit on that was the the, the they had this little emulation of a of a, of a TR like TR909 or something like that it, it sounded pretty crappy but they had the sequencer with all the lights you know like the four the, the 16 and, and when I discovered like Wow, and then and that really was one of the, you know, like starting to be like, yeah, this is a nice way to do music, like different from instruments. So that's, that's maybe explains why I'm doing what I do right now.
you're new to Bass Agenda, this is how it works. I ask a guest to choose some tracks that are important to them, and we play them and they tell us about them, and a little bit more about themselves and their career as well. Plus, I'll drop in the odd uh, track here and there to help things flow along. We've got some great promos in from the Exaltics, Coover, and DMX crew later on. First up, Gary Gritness is going to choose some tracks that he's made that he's particularly proud of. Kicking off with this next one called The Betrayal. gotta realize that uh, the only clubs I mostly go to are hip-hop clubs like mostly rap clubs when they all be playing Beyonce and shit like that you know what I'm saying <laughs> that's not my favorite stuff but you know like it's, it's like they, that's what they play though but you they play all the latest hardcore the real trap music not the trap music made by people who don't like rap you know what I'm saying the real club rap I, I, I like using the word club rap way more than trap music and actually, the, the 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 middle, like the break, like the kind of uh, emotional break in the middle, with the claps, it, it's lifted from a Nicki Minaj song, like this whole pap 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 pap. That's that's that was a that was a a sound that everybody had like in 2012 or 13, and then it's like you had the clap going on, and then you you put the bass kick. That's stripper music. That's that stripper shit. I don't have nothing against tradition. I'm a pretty traditional guy anyway. Otherwise, I wouldn't do music with the fucking Juno 60 and the 606. You know what I'm saying? But I don't do it because it's traditional. It's just because I like classic. You know, I, I like classic. It's, I don't like retro. That's what, that's what I always say. I like classic. Classic is timeless to me. Because if you listen to Gary Gritness, it doesn't sound 80s. But you could take the exact same hardware and do the same record in 1982, basically. But the, the way it's mixed, because back in the 80s, people would ha wouldn't have mixed the drums this, this high up the mix. 
you know like even when you listen to old school model 500 or you know they put the, the drums low so the betrayal is kind of uh fusing things that are causing uh, 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 debate or, or, or rift in, 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 in like in the traditional electro community and uh, there's a track by Underground Resistance I love which is a uh, transition and and he says something that really really comes to my mind everything I do a Gary Gritton's track he says there will be people who say you don't mix this with that and you will say watch me you know what I'm saying and that's really what I want to do with Gary Gritton's I don't understand why there is such a gap between people who say they like electro and modern rap music. This is something I never understood because it's like 
you know, these guys are basically, most of these guys are listening to, to music that is influenced by 80s rap. Or it has, you know, I have that feeling that a lot of people in the electronic scene are very BPM locked. Like, you know, they're gonna listen to 130-ish type music. And wrong type deal, that's what's like... Let's do a real, really electro-drexia type sound in, in ambience with a, with a, like... Let's make something that Gucci Mane could rap on, too. Cause, Cause I wanted to bridge the gap in a way, like say, hey, you can listen to these joints. Maybe the rap isn't for you, but just check out the instrumentals, man. Cause that shit is just, is just crazy. It's more creative to me. Like there's a ton of beats like that that are more creative beats by Drummer Boy, by Shorty Red and, and, and Zaytoven, all these guys from Atlanta that are sounding like slow techno, which is which is incredibly creative and. People people in the techno scene and electro scene are totally sleeping on it but the thing is that track in the nutshell is the anti-purist it's like a middle funk middle finger to the purist because it's like they're gonna be hooked at the beginning and, and then they're gonna be like oh but it still works you know that's that's my goal like maybe they're gonna be realizing that this influence is as valid as anything else got somehow under the radar this one and uh because it wasn't too uh, too much on that orlando is a real is a real master of uh hard-hitting techno chunky tracks that are really really boastful and, and powerful and everything and this one was really more of a moody i think it's like the second track on the b-side so like that which is it's very spiritual spiritual and uh i put it up because uh it could have been written since by Gary Greatness because I use the exact same hardware and the exact same style if you pay attention to the, to the lead sound it's exactly the same thing that what I do on the, on the Gary Greatness record but it was like a year before so yeah I, th I, th I think that it's, it's, it's exactly in the same uh, it's the closest collaboration I've ever did that, that could be appealing to people who like the Gary Greatness records I think because it's not light, it's not on that funky live bass uh, jazz type thing you know it's, it's like that really deep analog kind of techno
had two tracks that were supposed to be on a very limited, like 300 copy all black uh, vinyl. Like even the label is fucking black. Everything is just like Spinal Tap, you know, like everything is black. But it sold that real quick. And it was there was two tracks on there. There was one by Slick Tim, which sounded more in a like Moody Man type feel, like with samples and everything. And there was another one which is like uh, it's like an 808 with a uh, you know you know when they do the 808 like a house drum machine like not with a long kick. It's like an 808 that is bit crushed to death and, and just a stab of DX7. And th so this one was like more of a no swing, very hard, almost techno kind kind of feel, like slow techno. So that but but that, that was it. The the whole electro thing wasn't there at all. I just needed the name because the track was more more rough and, and, and it was I think I started really being serious about that only two years ago because because two years ago uh, I went through this breakup and uh, it wasn't too bad but you know when when uh, when when you through a breakup you kind of got that anger going on well this 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 was this was one of that anger type breakup because it was like with more of a type of hoish type girl you know, so I had that, that badness inside me, like, man, she's just a bitch, you know, that doesn't happen so much, but I had that feeling. And so I wanted to have that hardcore feel. I had just discovered that some, some VSTs that sounded exactly like a Juno 60 I had in lease for like years. And the dude that had it, you know, take, took it back from me. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna do everything with just that Juno 60, that virtual Juno 60 and the virtual 606. And that that's that's was that was a real start. I would I made the whole look and, and and kind of Marvel superheroes kind of persona out of it. And then it gelled, sold trial and error, but you know, it worked out. times can you do a track that goes 
you know, I mean, that's a great beat, but when you see some some types of electro cats, it's like it's either this or you know, with that not not that trance shit, but that carpenter up tempo stuff, and there's, and then you have the weird beatless. Uh, experimental type of you know like when uh, Doppler effect did the non-beat stuff so it's either on the Italo Italo type sound either it's on that Beat Street uh, cutting records type feel Egyptian lava type feel or, or, or Model 500 and and then that's it you know it's, it's just like dude you can do so much more so much more with just that that feel for example in the new um, in the new uh, record that I'm doing with clone there's a beat that that and, and they use the same goddamn equipment that's why if you like the sound you know like it, it should talk to you because i did a track that is in the in the oakland tradition of uh what they call high fi movement which is like that whole you know which is which is really funky to me and with a 606 or an 808 it works like it's it's slapping you know what i'm saying and it's like why would this be less electro than stuff that break dancer used to dance on in 1984 you know it's the same fucking culture you know like y'all tripping i think electro is victim of 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 maybe i'm getting too po- polit- political right now but fuck it it's, it's something that irates me man seriously something that irates me a lot it's white people in europe that think they have a right to determine what a genre is when they didn't create it. Like these guys, they listen to fucking Model 500 and they be like, 20 years later, yeah, Electro should be that and only this. You'd be like, dude, you didn't invent the music. This is black street music. What the fuck? I mean, say you don't understand the modern black street music, but don't say you understand what Electro really is because Electro was just a fucking blanket name to sell hip-hop records. That's the fucking truth, man. Only you can decide that a piece of music is more than something for today. Today, today. Oh yeah, that's a childhood memory. Uh, childhood memory uh, because that was the first time that I listened to electric jazz, I think. Because my father was, was, once again, comes back to my father. And uh, all he was listening to was really like model jazz, which was cool, you know, but but got, when you were a kid and you were playing video games and they have all these Japanese sounds, like big, fat, funky fusion sounds, and, and then you go back to listen to, to model jazz, it, has no, it feels like it has no allowing. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause, cause you're playing these this video games on the Super NES. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And then you go back to, it feels like, you know. And I remember being six or seven, and he played me that record on the original. I think he had, yeah, he had the, the original vinyl. And uh, and you'd be like, I was like, damn, you know, because if you really play it on the system, man, that shit is fat as hell, because it's got the synths layered with the electric bass, and it's like, wow.
I mean, this track has accompanied me all my life because I think it has everything. Like this, this is what made me want to play bass because Alfonso Johnson is fucking killing it on his track. It has everything. It has the synth. It has the funk. It has. It's, it's still very American, black sounding, but he has some some modernism within. It's it's Afro without being it too. It, it, it has a lot of things that are not too obvious. It's it's it's, it's very very. It's, to me, it's the perfect fusion track because a lot of times fusion, you can hear one two elements that are glued together. But weather report at that time, it was like a myriad of ele uh, elements that was like completely uh, blended. You know. It was. It wasn't too. Right. 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 So yeah, that's 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 one of my first uh, memories of, of of really hearing a, a lot of synths and a lot of low end and still have that energy of of funk playing going on. Digital. Thanks again for checking out the Base Agenda Show. Base Agenda Show. I love footwork, but I'm not that big of a footwork head. Like I'm not the guy that's gonna know every release by DJ Earl. And because at first, when I was listening to it, it was like, you know, I was a musician still, and it was like, where's the beat? You know, like when you, when the first time, I, I think when the first time Europeans listened to footwork, like or, or Duke music, in, in like in 2005 or six when it came in Europe, they had to be like, what the fuck is this? Because completely syncopated and nothing is on the usual two and fours it's like if, if your beat is there it's like it's all over the place in a way uh, I mean I mean you don't see that much footwork or jerk releases that are done this seriously you can't you can't feel this it's worked out and all the tracks on it are great up for you. This track we're sitting on top of right now is Space Control by DJ Clint. Before that we heard the incredible track Black Market by uh, Weather Report. One of the 
of the tracks that inspired Gary Gritness to start making his own music. Coming up in a moment, we're going to get into another track, uh, the chosen by Gary, by Koichi Namiki. It's taken from the Galaxy Force 2 arcade machine original soundtrack. Crazy track. Here's Gary to talk about it. Yeah, I wanted uh, I wanted some Japanese stuff on, on, on the show. I got to shout out my friend David because uh, he's uh, he's this huge collector of anything uh, vintage arcade. Like he actually can finish the game in one credit, some some shit like that. So and so he's sending me that the videos of the game because the game is not really well known at all. And I'm like, man, what's what's the music on that second stage though? Because because it was so funky in the bassline and everything. And basically, they did the compositions jamming, and then they adapted it using the chips. And and that particular joint is is I mean it it, it sounds very techno in a way to me because it's got it's it's it doesn't sound like the fusion of the time too much because you you can tell that Japanese people had to influence when music video when making video games they had the weather report type sound like the Return to Forever and everything that they really liked. But then they had this whole underground resistance vibe that they mixed together in a crazy Japanese way, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's interesting for Electro fans. This is using Yamaha chips. You know, this is not a, a home computer thing. Because if you put that shit loud, it's fucking nuts, man. It's, it's like the real... Seriously, the drums might sound like shit if you just don't turn, it, turn them up. But it's actually samples of a Yamaha RX5, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like the Street Fighter 2 music in arcade. But that shit knocks, man. It's like, you know that? It's not at all like the home consoles. I got two types of music. There's good music and there's and bad, 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 bad. Whatever style Whatever they may be. They may be. <laughs>
I was with Orlando Vaughn making tracks. And I was like, hey, I made an album three or four weeks later. He's like, hey, I burned a, uh, I, I, was, I was in Detroit and uh, I burned a CD of your, of your LP and I handed it to Mike Banks. You know, and I was like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck did you do, man? <laughs> and, and, and then he's like, yeah, and uh, he liked it, so we're going to call you. I'm like, this, this, you know, I'm like pinching myself like, what the fuck is happening, man? not like I'm trying to be this cool guy like hey yeah talk to Mike Banks and everything no I mean lots of people don't talk to Mike Banks and I'm just as you know a small part of it he told me you know you need to be on the on the base on the best label for that right now for electro since 10 years I mean all the Drexia stuff has been on clone you know they are the worldwide game holders of electro like uh, everybody's talking about UR and everything but UR is more on that on that techno soul type of feel since like 10 or 15 years and they're not doing really that hardcore electro sound anymore. mysterious and you don't really understand what he's saying you know like you'd be like yeah I'm constantly being tested by this motherfucker right here I hope I don't make a wrong turn and get phased out you know what I'm saying that's the vibe but but he's, he's, he's friendly but you don't know it at first you know what I'm saying because he's a great person but the, the first contact is really really what if, I hope I don't do something wrong and then Surge is a Surge is, is, is extremely low-key too the cool thing is that Surge allowed me to choose the label and that's why I choose Clone Crown because there was two Eric Travis records I loved on it and uh, to me Clone Crown was definitely one of the... it was... is the hood part of Clone. Next up, a brief moment of self-indulgence as I play you something from Basic Gender Recordings. New artists from the UK getting a lot of great feedback. Spin Fidelity, a track called That Sound. Around 82, 80, 83. It was, it was a great time for jazz, the jazz, the jazz, that sound. The vibe was very together at the time that it happened. 
feeling on musical genres I, I, th- I think you have to you have to have genres to, to sell the shit and it's normal it's like food you know like I used to be real defensive about that but now I understand when you do actual music business it's, it's really like it's like food it's not like what you want to eat today and if you say well why do we have to put something in boxes like yeah boy is it is it meat is it fish is it something you know what i'm saying you gotta tell me something about it you know I, i'm hungry but i don't want to i'm in the mood for specific that's that's where the problem with industry goes in it's like what do you want to eat and somebody says 
I just want a Salisbury steak with a uh, black pepper and only French fries. You know, like yeah, it's a bit limited. But if you like, yeah, I, I would go for something Thai, for example. You know, that that gives you a starter. So genres are important. But if you start making food, you have an idea in the back of your mind. Because you, 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 I don't really trust you know like chefs or, or food enthusiasts that they'd be like, I just love to cook. You know, it's like, yeah, what do you like to cook? What's your style, you know? It's bizarre.
Blast is one of the promos I was telling you about earlier. This is DMX Crew, a track called Quantum Computer. This is going to be coming out in uh, the next couple of months on Last Known Trajectory. So keep an eye out for that. Coming up next, we're going to stay in the darkness. As Gary Gritness tells us about the soundtrack to Doom, legendary computer game soundtrack that he's reworked. I'm a huge fan of Doom, and that's how I met. That's how I met uh, uh, DJ Stingray from Grexia, actually, like on Facebook, because because we were both avid Doom players, and we started playing about, starting talking about Doom and exchanging levels and everything on Facebook. Yeah, that's funny, and uh, yeah, I love Doom, and uh, and I, I I had this funny idea of checking the original uh, MIDI files. And, and, and producing them with the Gary Gritness type sounds and it turned into this crazy John Carpenter super super fat kind of thing and I was like hey you know let, let's do the whole soundtrack so people can play because there's still a huge community playing that game so they can play the game with that Gary Gritness feel right so I'm you know that's, that's coming out soon too Thank you. 
want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. This is Base Agenda. Jericho, it was it was on the on the national radio show that my father taped for him. I think I'm gonna be like talking about my father all the time. It's just because I was a kid, man. It's just, it's just I was seven or eight. I th I think for some reason he understood that I was into electro music, not not really electro, but electronic. You know, like finding because uh, for some talks, maybe because of that rather report song, I was like, hey, you got this synth and everything. And uh, so he taped for me a. Uh, show about uh, about techno but Jericho came on and it was a Jeff Mills uh, interview and so they had several tracks by but at this at this time it's like yeah 95 96 so he was he was doing all these waveforms records on on, on, on Trezor and it was funny to me because he was just being Jeff you know like he was translated but he was like yeah so I don't have uh, no boundaries in my music and I just want to use the science to perfect the art of sonic technology you know it was, <laughs> it was just Jeff <laughs> Jeff being Jeff and it was so bizarre to me because this guy was talking like a librarian and in the background you had <laughs> there's this bass right in the middle of it which completely overdrives uh, overdriven the uh, overdrives the whole the whole damn track looming like this 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 thing from the deep growing up you know what I'm saying it was like wow this is this this is visceral you know what I'm saying I was like yeah this 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 introduced me to Deco
Jeff Mills with Jericho. I haven't listened to this album for so long, so I'm going to play another track from it because uh, it really is just a masterclass. I'm going to play Man Like during this. Gary Gritness is going to tell you what he's got coming up in the future. Then we're going to slip into another couple of promos. First up, The Exaltics, track called IMOEH, the Go Sub remix, taken from the forthcoming vinyl release by The Exaltics, which has just got an epic lineup. Remixes from Doppler Effect, Object, Ultradyne, and ERP. agenda. Yeah, I mean the the the, the, the two new EPs, like the next LP that's almost ready, almost ready to go. Pressing times are fucking off, off the fucking charts. I have a lot of projects coming up. Like uh, I'm gonna do more of a housey. It's not really housey. It's still the same sound, but I realized that a lot of people like more of a for ladies kind of sound. Uh, in a way, like more of that Romanthony, um, Marcellus Pittman, like you know that analog meets boogie, but still in the house for four beat. Cause I like that music too, like they they uh, I, I love that Detroit beatdown type sound. Like <laughs> right, and you can do the same with my sound. And what I what I wanted to like, I, I'm this is gonna be called like the Sugarcane Chronicles, <laughs> my very greatness. And the thing is like when you listen to the 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 idea was uh, listening to um, the Mary Jane Girls record Candyman. It's actually house when you really listen to it. If it was mixed with the with the kick drum higher, you know, it's, it's house. But it's really really funk because it's all straight and no swing. So I'm I'm gonna do a series of just houseish type sounds.
track to play here before we slip into an incredibly funky mix from Gary Gritness, his first ever official DJ mix too. This is Kuva with This Is Not My Future, which is the title track of his new EP coming out soon on Central Processing Unit. Guest mix time on base agenda. You motherfuckers need to get up and shake it. 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 You've called America's best. We know just how you like it, and we won't kiss and tell. Please hold for instructions or enter your valid visa, MasterCard, American Express, or Discover card number now.
Sucker, aka DJ K1 of Fox 88. You're listening to Base Agenda. Seven mile doing my thing. Seven mile doing my thing. Seven mile doing my thing. 
Egyptian Love. And you're listening to the Base Agenda Radio Show, baby.
This is Bass Junkie and you're listening to Bass Agenda. Get your stay, get your stay. 
all praise it away God
thanks and love out to Gary Gritness, aka Slick Tim, for taking time to be part of Base Agenda. Really excited to see what happens next. Keep an eye out for the third instalment on Clone Crown, plus the other projects that he mentioned uh, a little bit earlier in the interview. In two weeks' time, we're going into a completely different part of the sound spectrum with Linear Straight, a new techno project from the man behind Radical G. And don't forget, the full track list plus download of the show will be up over the weekend on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda. Thanks for your support. Cheers. Thank you. 